Hi, welcome to Unnerved. I'm Christy. And I'm Kelly. <laughs> Today we're reviewing Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> All right. How mad do you think they're going to be at us? Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. All right. Shaun of the Dead from 2004. Uh, we got a kill count of 51, but it seems a lot more than that, honestly, because with the horde. Yeah. And, like, do you think they sat around and counted each individual zombie? Like, I don't think Christy's that diligent. Hmm. No, I'm, I'm pretty diligent, okay? But, but uh, <laughs> right, counting, right. counting oh. the horde is a little uh, over the top. You don't, you don't see them die, technically. So. Well, like, they're already dead before the movie starts, right? Like, that's part of the social commentary of the whole thing. Social, social commentary. All right, uh... So, um, <clears throat> Shaun of Dead has a, a pretty good cast. We have uh, Simon Pegg as Shaun, um, Nick Frost as Ed, Shaun's roommate, uh, Kate Ashfield as Liz, Shaun's girlfriend, then ex-girlfriend, then, uh, spoilers, girlfriend again, Lucy Davies as Diane, one of Liz's roommates, Dylan Moran as David, another one of Liz's roommates. Penelope Winston as Barbara, Sean's mom, and Bill Knighty as Philip, uh, Sean's stepfather. We also have a bunch of uh, pretty top-tier, like, BBC actors in various parts in the show. Yeah, it's, like, this This movie was just, like, interwoven with BBC stuff that a lot of uh, yanks such as ourselves wouldn't really recognize i mean martin freeman is there for like a couple seconds oh yeah and uh like we recognize him now but maybe back then like you'd just be like oh, it's well just no but because because ba back then that was after uh the british office so yeah. he was already kind of well known and um right the director of the movie edgar wright uh forgot to mention him good stuff yeah edgar wright uh he did the TV show Spaced before this, and Spaced inspire a lot of stuff in this movie, and uh, it really shows through, which, sadly, I've not watched Spaced, so I can't really point out the Spaced references, but uh, uh, a lot of it is from it. Um, Edgar Wright goes on to make just crazy, crazy in-depth films. And with Shaun of the Dead and then his follow-up film, Hot Fuzz, uh, I'm going to steal something that I think somebody said was, like, everything in an Edgar Wright movie is Chekhov's gun. <laughs> like, everything that gets shown is going to come up later, and it's going to, like, it's crazy, like... He is the master of the callback joke. Yeah, it, like, uh, in the opening scenes of uh, Shaun of the Dead, after the bar, when you're going through and it has, like, the sort of elevator jingle music going on you see all these extras that are like doing their mundane jobs and they're doing things like zombified but they're human still uh all these extras are going to come back as zombies and it's like all of them like the the cashier at the supermarket is going to be our first like real big zombie encounter right and then uh you have like a kid that's like kicking a ball around yeah uh you got people on a bus um every single extra comes back as one of the zombies in the film 
Yeah, uh, one scene that I really love to point out, and it's probably one of my favorite scenes when you just compare it back to back, is when Sean goes to the little convenience store to get a soda yep. and come back. When it is repeated in the zombie world, it is so well done. Oh, God. Like, oh, uh, he walks outside, he gets hit in the head with the ball by the kid, and he's like, uh, and then he goes and he walks by the the, uh, the homeless guy with the dog. Yep. Gives look, him a little bit of money. Looking for change. He yeah. goes by a guy who's like wiping down the windshield of his car. And then in that next scene, that car's windshield is smashed yeah. in. And like all these little things that, you know, in normal life, you just kind of like, you're just walking towards the convenience store. You're not really paying attention. Right. But then when you go back and go through it, like, uh... You just see, like, the parallels, and, like, he's not paying attention to his own, like, surroundings. Yep. And It's almost uh, as if he was the zombie all along. Yeah, social commentary <laughs> again. But uh, another fun thing is that, I don't know if this is true or not, but this was in the director's commentary, is that the, uh, the, the, the store owner of the convenience store, he, like, comes out of the back after, like, the zombie stuff is happening. Yeah. And uh, he's saying something in hindi that is like the dead are coming back to life oh yeah it's like i he's like whispering it so you you probably wouldn't hear it and i don't know if this is true because maybe it's just like a joke from edgar wright and simon Pegg during the commentary but i'll take it as is maybe it's that deep but uh (laughs) well how about we start going through some of the scenes so we can actually like yeah, let's, uh, you want to start at the very beginning or you want to start? Well, like the beginning kind of puts all the context in we need. Yeah, like you, you see that, uh, that Sean is a labor slave going to work with all these kids that are douchebags. Yep. He is like in his late twenties, he's stuck at like a dead end job. He's just had, um, a night out at a pub with his girlfriend who wants them to live a little. <laughs> yeah. Wants to live a little and like expand upon their relationship, you know, like figure things out. Yep. And Sean is kind of stagnating. Yep. And this is most like, I guess represented by the fact that he drags his roommate Ed everywhere he goes. Um, whereas Sean is kind of like a bit of like, He's stagnating, but, like, he's at least trying to get somewhere. Ed is a no-good bum. Yeah. He, uh, what does he do? He just sells weed. Yep. And he just has, like, all his contacts. He just sits at home and plays Time Splitters on the TV. Was that what that video game was? Yeah, at the beginning, and spoiler alert, the end of the movie, they uh, are playing Time Splitters, and that game is correctly... A two-player game that you can split screen, so I have to give them props for actually picking a video game <laughs> that you can play together. It's not like the, like, oh, I'm playing World of Warcraft split screen with somebody at a couch. Yeah, they're not, like, fucking around yeah. with, uh, like, trying to make up a video game. Yeah. Uh, so we have that with uh, Sean, and, or Sean and Ed, but then we also have Liz and her two flatmates. Yep. And it's kind of the same like side of the coin yeah it's the like pseudo dynamic of like ed and liz want to or at least liz more wants to expand their relationship get to know each other try new things together but um wherever they go they end up dragging um their friends ed 
David and Diane along for the ride. Now, Ed's doing it because, like, he and Sean have been friends forever. But, um... David and Diane are kind of, like, invested or, like, pseudo-relationship with these, like, uh, Sean and Liz. Yeah. It's, like, really weird. And, like, uh, near the uh, end of the movie, you figure out, like, David has just been, like, pining for Liz, essentially. It's, like, a... And then, like, Diane was there because, like, she likes David, but, like, she knows that David doesn't like her, so she's, like, backup choice, but... And it's, like, they're, they they always interject with, like, little snippets, and it's just, ah, so passive-aggressive, and I hate it. Yeah, like, but, that, like... It, that's the character. That yeah. is the character. Like, <laughs> you are supposed to not, like... Uh, well, Diane, to an extent, Diane is a little more likable than David. Right, but, like, David's the the guy in the zombie movie that you're like, oh, this asshole. Yeah, exactly. You're supposed... Like, a lot of people... Uh, we'll get to that later. We'll, yeah, we'll yeah, get yeah. To that later. But, uh... We, we learn about these characters, we get a quick introduction thing, like a minute and 30 seconds of this, this inter- introduction, and then we go into the opening, like, credit sequence, essentially. Yep. Where you, uh, you see people droning on in their lives, you have the little, like, elevator, like, redundant music that's not really, like, crazy or anything like that. Nope, and then, like, they, any, like person in the opening credits it gets to a point where they're shambling towards the credits like zombies even though they're sort of not zombies yet so uh there's that one scene where it's like a whole bunch of people in like sweatshirts that are like kind of like bumping to music or Mm -hmm. something like that that i guess they're just supposed to be like uh people who are like reacting music in real life i guess but uh it's kind of like you just look at them you're like those that's just a group of zombies right there uh but uh, again, all these people that are being shown are going to come back later, which is nice because it's like, you, you've you seen them before, and then when you see them as a zombie, you're like, I re- I re- that face looks familiar. Yep. It, it's the guy from the beginning, or it's so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. But uh, after that, uh, we are in their apartment, correct? Well, we go through uh, their talk at the bar, and then we go through a day in the life of Sean and Ed. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, like, we get the first part of that, like, traveling to the convenience store scene that we talked about. Then he goes into work while he's trying to make, like, dinner reservations for, um, like, a late anniversary dinner with Liz. Um, that's where his stepdad comes in and starts to act like an asshole. Just yeah. like He's, like, disappointed, but he's, like, a, like, he's just, like, a disappointed fatherly type, like, uh... Yep. Uh, and then also he's like, oh, don't forget to give your mother flowers. Yep. Like, oh. Uh, first thing that I thought, um, I recognize the actor from the Underworld trilogy. Yeah. So when he like smoothly turned 180, I was thinking, oh, it's a vampire yeah. flick. So uh, I don't know if he learned it on the Underworld uh, like set, but he he does that. He can do that move with his feet. Like, he can just turn around, right. and he does, like, he didn't need, like, some sort of turntable on the floor to do that. He just does it, like, smooth, like a military, like, uh, turn around, I forget what it's called, and I'm in the military. <laughs> I haven't done marching in so long. No, I'm not in the military, I'm Christy, that's right. Uh, uh, Man, there are so many talented people out there, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then there's us. Uh, I want to I wanna go back uh, to the life in the day of Sean when he's like doing his morning routine mm-hmm. because uh 
they do like an action like crash zoom of his morning routine like uh the coffee filling up the him going to the bat like all these things like brushing his teeth zoom in zoom in like it's like very action focused for these really mundane like well no and that speaks to the like editing in the entire film it's very fast paced it's so like i want to say like swipey is the word i want to use for like transitions between scenes and i don't think there's ever a moment that the movie like deliberately slows down no yeah it just go it it's it's always on go uh oh man i'm forgetting a lot of things uh in the big in the very beginning of the movie there's mm-hmm. like a shot of clouds uh dawn of the dead music is playing really yes uh that's crazy uh uh the the scene where sean is like stumbling out or you just see the feet yep and it like goes up and he's like oh this this is a zombie no it's just a guy in the morning just waking up uh taking the sort of i'm a zombie until i've had my coffee sort of thing quite literally yep Just really uh, digging in on the uh, commentary, and you get uh, you get introduced to uh, Peter in yep. uh, a couple of these scenes where Peter is like the Peter is Sean and Ed's other roommate, yes. and unlike the other two, he seems to be a successful businessman. Seems to be, but mm-hmm. still living with two other guys and trying to. Uh, and I don't know. Peter just is an asshole. Sure, and he, you know. He's frustrated, too, because, like, he has to live with, you know... Yeah. I'd, I'd probably be frustrated if I had to live with Ed and he's not my friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, like, it also... Like, if the movie is based around Sean, which it is. it His name's in the title. Uh, Ed is the part of him that, like, drags him down, keeps him, like, just doing, like, childish things all the time. And Pete is supposed to be, like, the representative of, like, no, you should be like more professional more adult more put together and there's those those two extremes and he's trying to deal with trying to live in the middle of that Mm -hmm. yeah and um just seeing like the relationship that peter and ed have is just like man you can really tell that they don't like each other no no (laughs) which is uh it's funny because like when this movie came out i was like man like peter is a fucking asshole like god and like Peter Serafinowicz is, like, a really nice guy. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, really nice. And you see, like, behind-the-scenes stuff of, like, them doing these things, and they, like, can't stop laughing because Peter's just, like, a giant ass. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we, we have the scene where Sean is, like, hey, Ed, if any calls come for me, let me know, or, like, yep. say the whatever. Uh, totally forget about the uh, the restaurant. Yep. Uh, and the anniversary yep he like confirms plans with liz like on the phone at work to prove a point to one of his like 17 year old uh co-workers yeah um liz keeps trying to like define plans they're trying to get out of their normal routine and because of his like well laziness or like deliberate unwillingness to like, get Ed out of his life and, like, get those bad behaviors out of his life, he ends up making plans at the same tavern that they always go to, the Winchester. Yeah, instead of, like, trying to expand out to something different, it's just the same old stuff. Yep. Uh, So, Liz, rightfully, 
breaks up with him. Yes. Uh, uh, okay, so before that, when he's making the, like, confirming with Liz on the phone, mm-hmm. his stepdad is there, his stepdad leaves, and you see the military trucks pass oh, yeah. by. So that uh, that was, like, a little clue. Well, like, there's a whole lot of small things yeah. in the background here. There's the newspapers that, that like, say... The, the virus is going around. The, you hear a radio. The TV when he's flipping through the channels. I oh, like, love that scene. People are literally being eaten alive. <laughs> yep. And like it's forming a statement that you would find in any other zombie movie. But it's through the medium of like flipping the channels. So yeah. you get like a little bit from like a concert, a nature documentary, a few different like TV There's personalities. Panic on the streets of London. And, <laughs> yeah, it's so well done because it's... It's something refreshing. Like, you don't get just, like, the newscaster doing his, you know, uh, zombies on the street of blah, blah, blah. No, you get, yeah. like, different channels of flipping through stuff that is, like, lining together. You know, and, like, even though this movie is a parody on, like, the zombie movie genre, I don't think they take that as an excuse to, uh, like, rest on their laurels. They're doing always something either funny or creative with the concept, and that makes it a really fun watch. Yeah, we could, if we really wanted to, we could spend like 24 hours just dissecting like every frame of an Edgar Wright movie. It's crazy, but... Alas. Uh, yeah, sadly. Alas, if you want to have a 24-hour version of this podcast, <laughs> please uh, go to the, um, the the Twitters and the Facebooks and... I. I think they have an Instagram, um, and uh, post comments. If you if we get a hundred thousand comments, we'll do it. Hundred thousand, you got it. Uh, good luck, Christy and Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. So, Sean grabs flowers for his mom. Yep. Goes to Liz's, rings up the 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 uh, the apartment, and. On the other side of the the phone for the apartment is the two roommates, not Liz, yep. interjecting again in their relationship. He tries to climb up the side of the building to get well, to, no, to the apartment, but he fails, and then he rings them again. Okay, that that's what that happened. He's like, "Please let me in." <laughs> Actually, that's pretty important for later. Yeah, everything's callback. Yeah, everything. Chekhov's gone. Yep, easily. He tries to give the flowers to Liz, and Liz correctly deduces that like these were for your mom. Because there's a card. Yep. (laughs) There's a card. It says, for my mom. Uh, And they have a little laugh about that. But then Liz is like, all right, enough is enough. Seriously, it's not going anywhere. We're done. Yep. And I think that was very mature of Liz. Yes. Um, If they've been dating for three years and, like, he's promised to make changes, promised to expand their stuff. And, like, like, the big attempt that he's doing is just fucking up all the time. Like... Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at that point. Yeah. And uh, so Sean goes back to Ed. Yep. They have a little bar scene where Ed is like going through all the different people in the bar, like trying to cheer Sean up about yep. the uh, the ladies man with the the weird cowboy boots. Right. And insinuating that the bartender used to work for like the London mob. Yeah. And uh you, he used the Winchester above the the bar to like kill people. I yeah, about that. Um, and then he tries to make plans for the next day. And if you take what he says like literally, it's just the rest of the plot of the movie. Yeah, it's 
man, so great. So great that <laughs> everything is just continuous. Yep. It just keeps going, and like everything that is a callback, it just makes you feel pretty good when you figure it out. Yeah. Uh, but we go back to, uh, well, they step outside the pub, and there's a girl smooching on the guy in the background, and I think this is our first like real confirmed death. Sure, yeah. If you want to, like... Because, like, they were making out beforehand, and now it sounds like she's just, like, nomming on that neck. Yeah, because he, uh... The guy in the background, like, he's getting the neck nommed on, and then when they turn... Like, they have a little laugh about, you know, oh, look at them, two, they're yeah. going at it. And then, uh, when they turn around, the guy's head just, like, falls backward, <laughs> and it looks like he's, like, dead. Yep. And then, uh, they start walking down the street, and then, uh, they have a little, like... Oh, this guy's drunk. Let's da 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 da. So, like, they have no idea that there's a literal zombie apocalypse going on. Yeah. And then, um, next day, uh, Sean wakes up. We get a repeat montage of the like brushing teeth, putting on shirt, uh, going out to the convenience store. What yep. do you want, Cornetto? Yep. And apparently, uh. Like that scene got a whole bunch of laughs in Britain, but zero in the in the United States because everybody's like, "What's a Carnetta?" Yep. <laughs> like, well, like it's basically like uh like just an ice cream treat. Yeah, it's we have them here. They're just called something different. Yeah, it's like a little just well, they're, their cone. Yeah, they're they're wrapped like the like what the drumsticks I think yeah. they are. Yeah. So, either way, we get that scene that we talked talked about earlier before the parallels to walking the day before. So. Uh, the only thing that is uh, different in Sean's life is that I believe in the opening scene where he does that convenience store run, he grabs a regular Coca-Cola, and in he's now promised to change for Liz, and he's trying to change. He, dra- he grabs a Diet Coke. <laughs> progress. <laughs> progress. He's going to make a lot of progress today. Small, small thing. Yeah, <laughs> lots of progress today. Yep. But, uh, and we notice zombie apocalypse full swing oh yeah we and things that went from it. zero to a hundred overnight and uh neither of our primary characters at this point have even noticed they just don't even get it and no. uh so we get that entire scene of mayhem that sean is just not paying attention to mm-hmm. gets back to the house sits down on the couch starts watching some tv and then ed notices a, do- a zombie in the backyard but he thinks it's just some chick yeah there's a girl in the garden <laughs> and they go back out there and what do these people think when they are pre- uh, presented with a literal zombie she's she's just drunk yep and so they start messing with her yeah they just start messing with her like absolutely blacked out wasted apparently just not knowing where she is yep. and she like of course she's a zombie, so she tries to like grab on to Sean and uh, Ed and Sean thinks she's just like you know a drunk person that's trying to. Yep. And uh, they fall over, and Ed goes grabs a camera, like, <laughs> snaps a pic. Uh, Sean gets her back up, pushes her, and her. Uh, yep, she stomach goes. Stomach goes through that pipe. Yep. that's in the in the yard. So when presented with, like this is the final straw where they're like, oh, fuck. So yeah, I uh, I I am officially putting this as the ramp up movie point. Like, yep. everything before this was their normal life, and now it's big zombie apocalypse. Life. Yep. But it, you'll figure out that uh, it's still like their normal life. But, yep. uh, and that is 
actually like the the whole pipe scene is almost perfectly on the 30 minute mark yeah so this is basically a third of the way through yep and uh we we get that pipe through her stomach and she gets back up and they're like oh oh boy uh yeah and then they go back inside they actually start paying attention to the tv they get the tv caster that is like uh didn't think i'd have to say this but like if you bash their heads in uh that seems to be the one way that they die yeah removing the head or destroying the brain so um after learning about that yeah uh they left their front door unlocked and the uh, one-armed zombie in the, like, wedding attire comes in. Yep. Uh, and he was, uh, when Sean was doing his uh, his run to the convenience store, yep. he was the one that was, uh, he was, like, right next to the door, essentially. Yep. You saw him right there. So it's, like, I continuity there. Like, it, we could literally do 24 hours of, like, picking out these references with yeah. these people. Like, uh, all of, like, the... The first zombie they see is a uh, convenience store uh, worker that we saw before. The second zombie that's in their backyard is, like, one of their neighbors. Yeah, and then the convenience store girl from the opening is the first, like, zombie that they encounter. Well, that they yes, that is, understand. I think that's what I just... I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, then, uh, like, we... I don't think we can just keep pointing out zombies. Yeah, yeah, we'll keep zombies. going. We'll keep going. Yeah. Uh, uh, so the the big, uh, they they bash the zombie's brain in that comes in. They they figure out that they need to deal with the two zombies in the backyard. So what do they do? They throw random appliances at these zombies because yep. what else? Like they throw a tea or a, a coffee cup stand. Yep. And all those things are rubber and they're just hitting them on the head. Yep, and, and nothing is happening. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And then... They get a record. Yeah, the record that was thrown out from Pete before yep. is now a weapon used against the zombies, and it hits a guy so beautifully in the head, and it sticks in his head, so they think that records are the best weapon against zombies. Brilliant. <laughs> so they go and grab Sean's records collection, and first, uh, I think like the first record that they throw is like Blue Monday, or maybe that was the first one previously thrown. And they had to clear all these records with the original musicians. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they had to call up all these musicians. Like, is it okay if, if we throw your record? Is it okay if we show your record? <laughs> and uh, so, like... That's kind of funny, because um, in a similar way, I know, like, when Weird Al Yankovic, uh, whenever he does, uh, like, parody songs, he actually licenses those parodies. Yeah. 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 So, so and it's, it's like a sign of, like... Uh, respect in like the music community like if yeah weird al like wants to do a cover your song you're like of course yeah so like i kind of feel this is like the movie equivalent of like the of that where like hey like we like your music but like can we just fucking tear it apart on screen yeah like oh uh the batman soundtrack whip (laughs) the uh dire straits whip like what okay uh uh continuing on they realize that records aren't working obviously yep so they they break into a shed break into the back shed get a cricket bat and a shovel and we get a glorious beat down scene where you don't see the zombies at all you just well you see them get hit once and then they get knocked down and then you just get like non-stop for 30 seconds just wailing on them and then immediately like cut to them sitting back down on their sofa (laughs) having another cup of coffee and now they're planning out their day they're like okay so what do we have to do? We gotta go get my mom 
the Sean. Uh, nope. Then we got to go get Liz. Go get my mom. Kill kill my stepdad. Go get <laughs> yep. Liz. And then blah, blah, blah. And then like they keep refining their plan and they end up with uh, get my mom, kill my dad, get Liz, go to the Winchester, sit back, and have some points. Yep. <laughs> like, because okay. even at the end of the world, the best place to go is the same bar you go to every night. All the time. Yep. All the time. Oh, my goodness. But, okay, so they go along with this plan. They need, or, Sean is still trying to act like this is a world that they need to be polite in. So he's like, oh, Pete is still upstairs. I'm going to go ask him for his car. Yep. (laughs) I mean, that's kind of a staple of British comedy. Just, like, trying to be, like, polite and proper in the face of just absolute absurdity so he or, or yeah he goes and washes his face off and the pita's in the, the bathtub because he's taking a shower when he turned yep and uh glorious just open up the curtain he's fully naked oh i'm sorry i didn't know you're in <laughs> <laughs> then he attacks yeah. and then he had uh sean has to beat pete to death and then ed's like uh, do you think he'll care about the car and sean's like not anymore yeah uh taking the car to uh to their mom and dad's house they run over a guy and they're like oh are you okay and it's like a zombie like oh whatever <laughs> yeah it's like oh okay we don't have to care about that yeah. good <laughs> uh get to the get to the mom's house you figure out that uh well they previously that uh over the phone the mom said like oh he hasn't been feeling good and he got like attacked yep they assume he's gonna turn at some point they're gonna have to beat him to death and he is he is uh I don't know. He he already was like a mythical being beforehand, where he's like turning around without any movement, mm-hmm. and like he's just sitting watching like some sort of church show, and like you think he's turned, but he just like, um, what are you, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> like he's just not phased by Sean almost beating him to death. He tries to convince his mom that like maybe we shouldn't take him some places, and he makes a very crude joke about being molested by his stepdad. <laughs> Like, at age 20, and his mom is just like, no! Yeah, stop, stop. You're being dumb. Uh, and he's like, yeah, you're right, I'm being dumb. Yeah, uh, so they rescue their family, yep. or their mom and their stepdad. Yep, and they're uh, about to split up and take two cars when it turns out Ed, who was left outside with a parked vehicle, managed to crash it somehow. <laughs> so they take the Jaguar... But before that, they're attacked by zombies that were shown in the opening again. Yep. And uh, and then uh, Philip gets bit. Yeah. A big, a big chunk out of his neck, too. So he, if he wasn't infected before... He is now. He is now. Yeah. And he, uh, if he was, like, turning before, he's turning faster now. So they get him in the backseat, and uh, the stepdad is actually like, Oh, don't worry about me. Just leave me or whatever. And uh, Sean is like, no, 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 we'll, we'll take you along. Well, like, at this point, he doesn't, like, he's not thinking that, like, his stepdad is trying to, like, do some noble sacrifice. He's like, oh, my stepdad's, like, telling me to turn the fucking music down or yeah. some shit. Uh, so it's, like, still on, like, oh, my stepdad is uh, is an asshole still. Yeah. But... And then um, Ed, who somehow ended up in the driver's seat. Uh, After he crashed a car. Yep. <laughs> yeah, whatever, go ahead. Yep. Uh, they end up going to uh, Liz's apartment. Um, Sean, uh, like, bashes some zombies, try to, tries to get called in, uh, makes a reference to, uh, trying to get called into the apartment earlier, and this time, 
manages to climb in the window. Climb up the side of an apartment to get up there. Making progress. Progress. This is a movie about progress. Yes. And evolving in your life and letting things die. (laughs) (laughs) Really, this movie is deeper than anything else we've covered. Definitely not just a horror comedy. Nope. Romantic Uh, horror comedy. Romantic horror comedy, yes. Uh, We get to the apartment, we have a small scene of what Sean explains the plan to the flatmates yep. and Liz, and they still they agree to go with Sean. Well, like, um, it kind of forces them to a little bit. Like, uh, David's plan here is just to hold up in the in the flat, which is a dumb idea. Um, as dumb as what they're about to do, I don't know, but still a dumb idea. Uh, Diane is all about Sean because I think, unlike um, David. Uh, she sees, like, the better qualities in him. Like, at yeah. least his potential. And then... Yeah, that's why you like Diane... Oh, that's why the audience likes Diane a little bit more. Because she... She has redeeming qualities. Yes. It's not like David, where he's a pacifist, but he's so passive-aggressive. And, uh, yep. <clears throat> and then, uh, Liz eventually gets convinced to go on with it. Um, they all, uh, grab some blunt objects, start beating on zombies, don't kill any of them... Before the Jaguar pulls back up. And then we have, what, seven people driving in that Jaguar? Yeah, they are packed in there. And uh, from the commentary, uh, we I learned that they were in that car for a while. Like, they had to re-see, or, like reshoot a lot of those scenes. So I think uh, like they had like an eight-day uh, span of shooting just in that car doing like all Oof. that stuff. And the the car was moving, and Edgar Wright was on the side of the car. I found on the web, according to Jiska.com, the car was traveling north at sixty point zero miles per hour. Alexa, stop! <laughs> did I? How did that act? I don't. Know. Maybe okay. maybe this podcasting set is haunted. It's haunted. Oh God! Don't tell the girls. <laughs> I mean, don't tell us. Haunted. <laughs> okay. So, like, they're in, they're filming in that vehicle for days and days at yes, a time. And Fuck that. Edgar Wright is on the side of the car in like a, like some sort of uh, mechanism to like keep watching. So, the car is moving. Edgar Wright is on the side of it, watching a little TV, and he said it was like the worst like motion sickness that he's ever felt. Oh. So nobody was having fun, essentially, in this car. Well, no wonder they ditch it, not but, like, a scene and a half exactly. later. Exactly. Uh, and we get a little, like, the child locks are still on the car, so yep, we get yep. to climb through the, the roof. And then uh, we have a little uh, heart-touching moment between Sean and his stepdad where they, like, share a, a moment. Yeah. Like, Philip, uh, like confesses to sean that like he's been hard on him because he sees potential and like it was hard to become his stepdad when he was already like 10 or 12 years old and he just wanted the best for him and for like i think the first time in like their relationship it's like oh very touching and very loving and then he he turns yeah he turns uh which he like dies first He's like, oh, Philip is dead. And then the mom turns around and he's like, no, he's not. And he comes back as a zombie. Yeah, and everyone's like, ah! And they try to get out of the car. The child lock is there. (laughs) Ed's just sitting there, like, playing on his phone, just looking. 
You're like, what are you yep. doing? <laughs> Open up the door. Yep. Uh, and then after this, uh, they make their way to the Winchester on foot. Yes. Which... Uh, they run, they go down like an alleyway of fences and they run into the group that is mirror mode to oh, them. this was my favorite gag in the entire movie. <laughs> exactly So um, earlier we saw a character named Yvonne. Um, she is played by Jessica Stevenson. And um, it's kind of like a pseudo parallel between her life and Sean's life. But it really brings into focus because two different zombie movies run into each other here. Yeah. And it's the same cast of people, like, down to sort of mirrored clothes that everyone's same. wearing. Like, uh, Ed is wearing a shirt saying, I got wood, or I have wood, or yep. something like that. And the Ed of their group has a shirt that says, I heart pussy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like there it's the same color shirt it's like same down to almost everything like yeah and they're both like on their phones just like not paying attention uh the david look-alike looks exactly like him yep. the... oh this is also the uh uh the martin freeman yep martin uh freeman is there yeah he says hey yeah i just, think <laughs> it's just one line hey yep and then just leaves yep. uh and then uh diane has her look-alike the mom has her like everybody is mirror mode mm-hmm. and then they go off and do their they leave each other to the wind yep they cross like uh there's probably another equally funny zombie film like somewhere out there yeah. of that sit of that group i but... feel like theirs would be a little bit more serious because when sean explains the plan of going to the winchester the leader of their group is like huh <laughs> okay it's like not what i would think of and not then, what i'm thinking uh, of but good luck she shows up later on in the movie with probably she probably had the better plan fair enough she shows up later uh so then after this um they're traveling through a series of backyards and we have the recurring gig that comes back in hot fuzz and at world's end where you've never taken a shortcut before <laughs> and he jumps over the fence and he breaks the fence and he falls over and he's like okay let's, yep let's go. uh <laughs> we have uh sean's mom figures out that this house that they're trying like cutting across oh this is somebody i know's house and, and then she lets the fucking zombie out. She just lets the sliding door pajama-wearing zombie out, uh, secretly gets bit, but tells nobody and hides it. Yep. Uh, and we have a scene where Sean flips over the fence from a trampoline, and he crashes through the fence yep. again with the zombie, and they have a yep. wonderful tetherball pole moment. <laughs> It's like the even the fight choreography in this movie is hilarious. Yeah, just, he's gonna hit him in the head with a tether ball. It smacks against his head. Just, just right. like a light little tap. Yeah, he's like, right, and then <laughs> stab like runs him through. Yeah. Um. And oh. then uh, uh, so they have that zombie neutralized, and Sean uh goes up the slide and sees uh the Winchester, which is surrounded by. Hordes a of zombies. Horde of zombies. Uh, just a hundred thousand. No, no, mm-hmm. you know, like five hundred zombies. Yep. Like that. Uh, so I, it's either Sean or uh, Diane. I think that comes up with the idea of blending into the zombies by just like mimicking and, yeah, their groans. Can, uh, and they have an entire scene where they try to like groan properly. And <sighs> yep. Uh, so. The little bit of research I did on this uh, puts this as the first time that that idea was put out there to, like, fake your way through zombies. <laughs> so, 
uh, for this, it's like a very innovative gag. That's like, oh, you could have just faked your way through this the entire time, you idiots. Yeah. And then it gets taken seriously in subsequent zombie films because like, hey, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, like, uh, uh, okay, I don't know if this is like a callback, but in The Walking Dead, they like cover themselves with like the zombie guts to like yep. mask their scent. Yep. And like act like... Uh, right, because zombie, now that that is established, zombie settings have to be like, well, what's the excuse for people not to do this? Yeah, exactly. Like, how can I not just act like a zombie and get pie in this crowd? Yep. <laughs> but, uh... So, uh, they start to make their way through the crowd. It's almost working. You could see a couple zombies, like, perk up and, like, look at them a little bit, but they keep moving on. Because yep. they're shamblers. Yep. And then they're trying to unlock the door to get into the pub. Um, they're having a lot of trouble. Um... David and Sean are starting to argue. Yep. And then motherfucking Ed. His phone goes off. And he takes the call. He takes, <laughs> he takes the call. <laughs> just thinking about it is just, just cracking me up. Just just the phone going off. Hey, what's up? <laughs> just in the middle of a zombie crowd. And everybody just looks at him with daggers in his eyes. And Sean is like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Don't slaps the phone out of his hand it's like you're not gonna ruin this for me today yeah. and then like their attention is drawn to the horde of zombies who are all looking at him which is a uh, a great moment with all the zombies like giving them a minute to have their little argument yep. while looking at them and then you just see like all the zombies eyes like locked on and like uh david throws a chair or no he throws a trash can through the window yep. to open it up and Sean uh, has the brilliant idea of uh, attracting all of the zombies' attention. Yep, he and, drags them away. Uh, during the behind-the-scenes commentary, or not not the commentary, just the behind-the-scenes, there's a scene, like the first time they ever shot that, uh, Simon Pegg, when he first did that, he got actually like really freaked out because they all started, like they were coming at him, and he's like, oh, fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> and they all started to laugh. <laughs> like a, a zombie horde just happened. <laughs> like, ah, oh, that, that freaked me out too. Like, uh, was okay. It, <laughs> was it just like two dozen people being like, sorry, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> Probably, but uh, that whole yeah. entire horde, uh, I learned after the fact that they just paid them like one pound, one British pound to be there. I mean, I like. If I, I would take the deal too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um, in terms of exposure, uh, I. We have a friend in New York that is actually doing, like, background work in shows now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, I will, we'll leave their name out. Yes. Yeah, indeed. Uh, so, like, any exposure is, is like, good exposure. So, yeah. like, hell, I'd take a pound just to be dressed up in zombie makeup yeah. for a day. Hang around with Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Yeah. Uh, so Sean successfully gets all of the zombies' attention, yep. gets out of there. Everybody crawls into the pub. They start arguing. David is being the most asshole he's been the entire time. Really cranking up the asshole. Like, oh, this is all well and great. Blah, blah, blah. And, like, Liz finally snaps. Like, we have to make the best of it. Yep. And then, then it's like, well, what if he doesn't, what if Sean doesn't show back up? And then he immediately shows back up. Like, he's like, oh, yeah. No, don't worry. I'm still here. I'm awesome. Uh... <laughs> And we have, like, a little heartwarming scene of him, like, like everybody's happy that he's back. Yeah. But then we immediately cut to everybody being super disappointed and depressed in the bar. Like, yep. uh, 
eating like peanuts. Yep. It's like we're gonna wait for all this to blow over, and so that's that. That's the plan. Yeah, like in the in the original, like we're gonna wait for all this to blow over, and it's like a nicely well lit pub, and everybody's like having a beer. Yep. And now it's dark, dark, and everyone's and sad. Uh, tensions start to rise as like. They try to get power to turn on the TV. Yeah, and, and Sean turns on the backlight and you see all the, the zombies and he just turns it back off and... <laughs> like, pulls down the window shade so they can't look at him anymore. <laughs> uh, Liz, uh, like, starts to pick up on something is wrong. Diane is flipping through all of the television channels and they're all, like, uh, out of service, please stand by. Which was a, a hassle for them to do because they had to get, like, all the rights because there was, like, MTV logo on there. And rights are weird in yeah. the copyright system, whatever. But. Yep. And then Ed, in probably the most asshole thing he's done in the entire film, starts playing, playing a little lottery game. Yeah. That just makes a crap ton of noise. Yeah. Like they might have been able to like survive a little bit longer, and then this fucking idiot plays. I think it was. Uh, it's not ping pong. It's a. Uh, it, uh no it's it's like a lottery game oh really? okay because he has the the money like comes out of it oh or, yeah like, the, token, the and coins then, and yeah. it's like flashing yeah it's uh and they immediately like they rush him down and unplug it but it, the, the damage yep. is already done you see like the the window lights yep and you see the shadows of the zombies like yep. approach the windows now uh david tries to go down to turn off like the power for it and he ends up like flipping the lights on everywhere and it's yeah, like look at us look at us yeah and uh the when that noise happened the the bar owner the big guy that was behind the bar he comes out and you have the great excellent scene of queen don't stop me now oh yeah and the beatdown of this man it's less fight scene and more dance choreography yeah, so and have, it is beautiful you have them with pool sticks beating up this guy and then you have the the lights of like the zombies outside with the the don't stop me now stuff yep and then um, uh, they finally push his head into the jukebox and stop the music, which yep. is an ingenious way to, like... Kill that music? Yeah, diegetically stop the music. Right, because, like, the... Oh. And it, like, kind of flickers in and out, plays a bit. Um, and then this ramps up to the last 20 minutes of the film, which oh, is yeah. just a non-stop, like, last stand zombie action scene, which, like, I've seen, like bigger and grander versions of this but i don't think i've seen anyone as like tight yeah like tightly shot tightly mm -hmm. edited it just goes from one thing to another like dramatic high points of like david and diane and liz and sean and ed and barbara like yelling at each other being very emotional mm -hmm. to a, to fights and oh it's so good and they uh they end that fight with the big guy uh with uh sean using the winchester rifle to uh, like push him into the jukebox, and Ed was like, "Why didn't you just shoot him? Like the gun doesn't work." And he turns around, bang! <laughs> like, oh, oh, well then uh, let's do this. Yep. Loads up the thing, and the zombies are coming through the windows. And you have four people trying to work one Winchester rifle. Which... Yeah, and I I feel like it's very true to life where a person who's never used a firearm before is going to miss like ninety nine oh, yeah. percent of their shots. Yeah, no, like they get one headshot off of like 20 shots yep. and every other one is just like miss miss maybe hits the shoulder um and during this we have liz and the mom separate yep and uh the mom shows that she's been bitten and liz is like okay we gotta 
We'll, I'll send Sean over here after yep. everything's kind of died down. And yeah. we have like a lull in the zombie horde for a little bit while... Well, no, they don't. They ha- What they do is Sean is like, Ed, take over. And then yeah. once Ed, it, like he's shooting and he sees uh, this series scene happening, he's like, uh, uh, Diane, take over. Yeah. And the number of people defending the place goes thinner and thinner up until the point where even Diane is like, David, take over. Yep. And uh, so we have a... Uh, a heartfelt scene with Sean and his mom, and I've heard, uh, the director's commentary. Simon actually like after the, like the shooting of these scenes, like he would like go to another crew, uh, room and like cry actually, because yeah. it's like it it hits oh, it yeah. hits pretty hard. It's, it, it's his mom is literally dying in front of him, yep. and he's going to have to shoot her. And uh, let's see, it's so fucking intense. Uh, Barbara Penelope Wilton. Yep. Uh, she is just a wonderful actress. She kills it. She Uh, plays, like, she is your mom. She is, like, the idealized, like, polite British version of your mom. Yeah. And, uh, it's heart-wrenching. Yes. And, uh, we have the scene where David, again, in wonderful, tactless, asshole fashion, is, like, She's going to turn, and we need to kill her. Yep. And he, uh, he was given the Winchester rifle yep. to hold on to to defend the bar. Yep. So like he's, he's planning on shooting her. Yeah. Sean like punches him in the face, and like as she's turning, Sean has to accept that no, I have to do this. There's uh, a wonderful scene. Uh, is uh, David is aiming the rifle. Mm-hmm. Sean breaks open a bottle and holds it to his neck. Yep. And then. Uh, <laughs> And then Ed, Ed breaks open breaks another open bottle. bottle. And he's like, "This is uh, uh, Diane comes over, this isn't fair. And Ed hands her his bottle and he breaks, breaks open, open another bottle. bottle. <laughs> <laughs> just like a very serious scene just happened, but you have small... Well, Bits of comedy yeah, just to just keep it moving. Keep it moving, keep it light. And uh, we have the entire scene where it breaks down. Sean has to... Kill his mom. Kill his own mom. Uh, David... Uh, is being an asshole and he gets rightfully punched again down to the ground. He picks up the Winchester rifle that Sean had dropped because he was emotional. Yep. And he tries to kill Sean. Yep. With a, uh, but there's nothing in the, left in the rifle, so it just yep. clicks. Like, this entire movie gets, like, serious for five minutes, and it's great. Yes. Because everything else about this has been, like, comedic, and even, like, the serious scenes are comedic, and, like, this is the, like, big moment where David, had, like... David finally admits, like, he's had it, had, like, a pining love for Liz this entire time, and, like, doesn't like Sean mainly for that reason. Um, Diane admits, like, she knows that Dave, like, David likes Liz more than her, but she's still, like, into it. Um, it's very tense and emotional, and then a horde of zombies breaks through a window. Rips David out. Yeah, like, fucking eviscerates this man. Oh, God, it's just, like... Everything up to this point was, like, kind of lighthearted. You see, like, you see uh, one of the bar patrons beforehand, he's in a ditch being eaten by women because he was always surrounded by women. Yep, yep. And, you know, you don't see, like, him alive getting his guts ripped out. But we do here. But we do here. Yep. Um, um, I think this is Christy's favorite gore moment. uh, Yes, Christy would... I, I mean, I would say that this is the the kill of the kill of the movie. Oh yeah, the kill of the movie. Uh, it gets over the top to the point where like his limbs fall off. Yeah. Like 
The but, people trying, they're trying to pull him back in with the, his legs are still in like the window. Yep. And they end up just ripping his legs off because the zombies are just chewing through him. Yep. Uh, um, Diane, uh, dismayed by this whole thing, picks up one of his legs and charges the horde. Yeah, she opens up the main door. Yep. And charges the horde, hits a zombie in the face with the leg, and you don't see her die. She just runs through the horde. And yeah, and she's dead. Ne- you never see her again. Uh, to kind of speed through this scene because like it's just so much better if you watch it yeah. um i would just recommend if you haven't seen shot of the Dead, you have to see the movie oh yeah it's so wonderfully done so uh, like the um ed liz and sean like make a last stand in the bar yep. area everything goes wrong it yep. starts on fire uh zombies break in the back door yep. a zombie gets a hold on ed uh while he's trying to make a molotov cocktail yep. he gets bit and uh, uh, after that, they make their way into the cellar, and, like, this is the there is no hope moment. Yep, and they're just pretty much given up, but then uh, they're having their final cigarette. Yep. And uh, Sean, with the lighter, figures out that there's an elevator to the outside. Yep. And uh, Ed said, I'll, I'll stay. Cheers. And they go up the elevator. Yep, and this is... Another uh, heart moment. With oh. him saying goodbye to his best friend. Yep. And, and the last word he says in the movie is gay. <laughs> as him and Liz are holding hands as the elevator is going up. Uh, uh, which is so character. Oh, yeah. So character. Uh, uh, so Sean and Liz are, like, finally out of the of the Winchester pub. They start working through the zombies. It looks like it's the end. And then, like, this is the point where I thought this movie was either going to be, like, a dream sequence because, like, it just ramps up, ramps up, ramps up. The light flashes on their faces. Yep. And it's not a dream. It's the military. Yep. And they start gunning down zombies left and right. Uh, and then uh, Yvonne from the other zombie movie earlier comes back with her same golf club and mm-hmm. now in a military jacket. And it's like, ooh. She, yeah, she definitely p- picked the better plan, whatever it was. It's like, seek military help or not go to the Winchester entirely. Yep. And, uh... Liz and Sean are rescued. Yep. And they uh, they walk towards the military, uh, grabbing each other's hands, holding hands. And uh, we fade to their... Six months later. Six months later with their regular life. Uh, Sean and Liz are watching TV, and all the TV shows uh, that they watch have been uh, shown earlier. Yep. There was like a Wipeout show with humans before, and now it's with zombies trying to get meat on a stick. Yep, there's a relationship show where there's uh, a chick who's like, I don't care he's a zombie, I still love him. Yeah, and the host is like, you take that to bed? He's, he's still my husband, I still have the ring on. Yep. Uh, and we have a nice little like touching moment where uh, both Liz and Simon, or not Simon, uh, Sean, <laughs> uh, have evolved. Uh, and they've cast off uh, the extra extramarital relationship stuff. Yep. No, and like they seem like they're they've settled down into kind of a routine. Partly same flat though, same same flat, same flat. Certainly cleaner. Yes. Um, certainly um, their daily routine sounds more ordinary than I think Liz was looking for. But like they're comfortable with it. Yeah, and that's it, what matters. Maybe Liz had enough excitement in one day. Fair. <laughs> then she needed the rest of her life, but. Uh... Uh, they like lay, lay out their plans for the day and, uh, Sean is like, oh, I'm going to go up to the garden for a bit and, uh, goes out to the back shed where you see, uh, good uh, old Ed. A zombified 
chained to the to the wall ed Play, playing some time splitters again uh, and, and that then, uh, ooh, uh you're my best friend uh uh what the hell is that queen song yep uh it plays in the credits roll and everything is just mwah, chef's kiss yeah and that was Shaun of the dead uh I think at this point we've talked about the movie about as long as the movie goes on. It yes. is, it's really quick. It's really fast paced, but like there's so much to it. Yeah. So, uh, what I recommend watching Shaun of the dead first and then play this podcast while you watch it a second time. Yes. We can be the director's commentary. You so desire. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's go into some fun facts here. Fun facts. Fun facts, the... Kelly. Fun facts. <laughs> Uh, a lot of the effects were practical with a little CGI to clean up and make it pop. So, uh, it was very obvious when the CGI came in. Yeah. I think we all know. Uh, it, it wasn't a big budget movie, yeah, yeah. but it used its budget well. Yes. Uh, where it needed it. Like, mm-hmm. the, the natural stuff, when David gets ripped out, no CGI there. Good. When, uh, when Sean gets a dart in the head and he pulls it out and there's like a little CGI blood squirt, that yep. was kind of like, okay. Maybe it's like 2004 being aged a little bit, but all right. Sure. Uh, the line in the movie "We're coming to get you, Barbara" is a night is a reference to the Night of the Living Dead from 1968. Oh, really? That is awesome. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, so, in the director's commentary, they uh, talked to George Romero after the movie was made, and George Romero loved Shaun of the Dead, uh, but he didn't under he didn't get that reference. So, I don't blame us for not getting that reference until I just read it. Uh, like, uh, what's another one on these? Uh, Ooh, what about the, what, what about that one? Uh, that one. This one. Oh, sure. Uh, oh, Simon Pegg and Wright were both invited to cameo as zombies in Romero's fourth dead Land of the, they were invited to be zombies on Land of the Dead. Okay, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, oh god, Christy, <laughs> what am I doing, Christy? Talking to myself in the third person. I mean, this is what happens when you break into their room, log into their stuff. They should have another password besides one, two, three. Yeah, <laughs> kind of pretty easy. Cool. So, uh, <laughs> uh, some of the movie's taglines. Um, we have, it's just one of those days when you're feeling a little dead. Buy, buy milk, ring mum, dodge zombies. A romantic comedy with zombies. Hey, alright. So we were wrong. Yep. <laughs> this is a romantic comedy with zombies. And uh, this September, aim for the head. Those are horribly cheesy, but so right. Yep. Fit this, fits the movie super well. Uh, so I think it's time to grade this shit. This shit. Grade Ooh. this shit. All right. Was this movie scary or was it a good horror movie? Uh, I, Christy, am saying that it is a good movie and it is a eight out of ten. Hmm. Well, I, Kelly, think that this was. A pretty good movie, but I don't think if it it was like scary or like pretty good horror. So I'm gonna give it a six. Okay. I uh me personally, not Christy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna bump it up to a nine because I really like this movie. Yeah, but I, I think Kelly's right here, so I'm I'm, I'm gonna be at six. Okay. How was the acting? Uh 
Christy only gave it a seven. I mean, I only gave it a seven. Uh, yeah. Se- yeah, seven, sure. Yeah. Same with Kelly. No, I uh, think it. One more. Yeah. Uh, eights. I'm, 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 eights. 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 Uh, how were the special effects? Uh, let's say nine. And then six. Yeah, six. I'm I'm gonna go a little bit lower. Uh, yeah, uh, eight is where I because th- the CGI kind of takes me out. Yeah, I, I can see that. Uh, was it a compelling story with interest, or had it? It had. Does it have interesting twists? I'm sorry. Uh, You're forgiven. Was it a compelling story? Six out of ten. Five out of ten. Nah. nah. Seven. 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 All right. Uh. How was the character development and writing? Uh, yeah, 9 out of 10, big time. Chris, Kel- Christy, good job. Yeah, Christy. Yeah, I, Kelly, say 8 out of 10. 9. 9. Yeah. Nah, I, I like 9 better. Uh, and if we were to do uh, the totals, once we add all up those those cards. Uh, uh, well, it looks like I put it at 32. And I, Christy, put it at 39. Uh, Which brings it to a total of 71. 71. Uh, n- n- Ties it with Call of Cthulhu. Cthulhu. No. Uh, okay. No, 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 no. That doesn't seem right. Okay, uh, so um, uh, late correction in yes, the process. Yeah, I'm, my total is going to be a 41. And I'm going to go 36. So we get bring it up to a 77. Which uh, puts it in between Hellraiser and the Eyes of the Mother. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, so that's that's about right. I wouldn't put it next to Call of Cthulhu. No, this is uh, it's way better than Call of Cthulhu. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. I think we've successfully ruined the podcast for them. So. All right, I'm looking forward to hearing them complain about their subscriber numbers dropping. Uh, hopefully you don't unsubscribe. Uh, I feel like we've been okay. Yeah. yeah. But uh, uh, I guess... I, what, do, what do they have next going on? I don't know. Uh, no, there's, there's a note. Oh! No, in in the other dock. The other dock. No, nope. Oh. Uh, looks like... Oh, okay, yeah. Looks like... <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Really? They're going to do that next? Uh, looks like the movie after this will be The Devil's Backbone from 2001, recommended by our friend at Longbox of Darkness. That's Longbox of Darkness. I think you can find them on the Twitters or the Facebooks or the Instagrams. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, 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 actually, I hope they don't stop recording the podcast before that. That actually sounds like a, a fun movie to kind of hear them chat about. Yeah, I kinda, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in this movie. Yep. Uh, thanks for listening to us on Unnerved. This has been Christy. And this has been Kelly. Have yourself a spooky day. Have yourself a spooky day. I don't...